Um. <laughs> Are we going? I'm on. Oh, okay. I don't see the clock. Did it go away? Michaela. No, it's just not. It's not. Um. It's counting. not real. If it doesn't go, right, Michaela. Start till you start talking. Michaela, oh. <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> That's our start. Hello. <laughs> hey. I was waiting for you to jump in with me. Oh. I did. I said hi. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It was a very half high. You know what would be funny? Um, you know how like there will be like actresses or like certain people that seem like so nice and sweet, and then like a video gets leaked of mm. them on set like screaming at someone. Mm. Like, what if that's really how we were towards Michaela? We were just like so rude. Yeah. I've... Have we ever offended you, Michaela? Ooh. No, but if you made me mad enough, I would have just asked for a different show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Savage. there it is. Honestly, I relate Savage. to that with most conflict in my life. Yeah, I, I just true. I do something so that I, I don't have to handle it. Yeah, you just like avoid where I'm like, I would call a meeting. <laughs> the conversation would have been like, we're not really vibing anymore. I think somebody else should probably. Oh, that's that's well worded. That's well yeah. worded. We're not vibing. It's not putting the blame on anyone. It's just and then the I would egg off. your car. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Imagine. <laughs> That escalated. <laughs> uh, escalated very quickly. We don't agree with vandalizing no. people's cars. No. To be I've clear. Never done that. Actually, I don't think I have. Have you? 
Let's not incriminate ourselves. I can't say a thing. We're not going to incriminate ourselves. I can't say a thing. Anyways, <laughs> hello, welcome to UA, where we are two very good citizens who always follow the law. I I just feel so weird. I, I wasn't expecting to <laughs> talk think about, about all of this. Yeah. Um, you know what's crazy, though? Sorry, yes. I just cut no, you off. No, it's fine. Go. But um, <laughs> every... Si- like, there's no way... There's not a person on this green earth who has not broken a law accidentally. Oh, 100%. Or without even, like, their knowledge, like, oh, shoot, I broke yeah. the law. Yeah. Like, technically, you go over the speed limit, you're breaking a law. Uh, even a, uh, by one mile per hour. By one mile per hour. Yeah. So, everyone who's judging us, chill out, okay? Yeah, relax. All right. I was a, a, wee, a wee child. <laughs> wee lad. It was last week, gosh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, hello, hello, Taryn. Hi. How are you doing, Taryn? Great. Lovely. Lovely. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing great. I'm trying to think of... Honestly, I feel like I've noticed I'm in one of those phases of life where the last few times I've like run into people and they've been like, oh my gosh, what's new? Like I just got coffee with a friend uh yesterday and she's like update me like what's going on how are they and I was just like like you know those those times in life where you're like nothing really like I'm just in I'm in the rhythm I'm in the yeah. loop I'm in the matrix well, that happens like, to me every work day work is work life is life there's no drama and it was really refreshing because especially this past like year of my life like every other day there was like some drama or some like medical thing like emotional blah 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 and so I said that to her I was like honestly there's not really anything new and it like felt nice yeah I was like I'm just like coasting right now just coasting and it's great I love that for you we also we had a lovely Disney day together oh we did we didn't talk about that that was really fun honestly it was I, I will say and I hope Jackson is listening to this and Alicia's listening to this and all your other friends you did say it was the best day of your life. It was the best Those day of my life. Those words came out of your mouth. I had so much fun. Yeah, you too. I <laughs> told my uh, boyfriend recently, we were talking about something Disney or whatever, and he was talking about how he he very much doesn't get it. And I... Oh, is this a tempo when we were talking about this? This wasn't. This was a separate conversation, but also the same conversation continued. Got it, got it. Um, I was like, listen, there was a very fine line in my life when I had to decide am I going to lean full Disney adult? Yeah. Or do I go the opposite way? And I very, by the skin of my teeth. Skin of your teeth. (laughs) You are a repeater. Ended up going the other way. But there's a huge part of me that is a Disney adult. And when I walk into that theme park, it just, it envelops me. And it gives me a warm hug. And I feel safe. And I feel, I feel happy. And I feel magic. And, and I... (laughs) the best day of my life there's something very specific about going with two people one of them is my sister and one of them is taryn Mm -hmm. and i just feel like a kid yeah i I walk in and i feel like a child and taryn me and my boyfriend had lunch the other day and we were talking about disney and because taryn and i were about to go on our disney day and he said something uh, so so judgmental judgmental oh. about how much money we were going to spend and mm-hmm. he was like he was like oh for that much money i could do this and this and this and i was like listen sir before you continue 
what what would you pay to be transported to the most nostalgic feeling? I was like, is it is it Little League as a kid coming playing snow and then coming home to your mom having like hot soup on the stove? Whatever that feeling is, hot what soup. would you pay? <laughs> what is the number to be transported into that exact place that hasn't changed that is like just the most magical feeling. I was like, because that's what it is for Taryn yeah. and I. We grew up going to Disney. Yeah. And a lot of it is exactly the same. So when I walk in, I'm looking, You're a child. I'm looking at the same building. Yeah. I'm hearing the same music. I'm smelling the same smells. All of my senses feel like I'm 12 again. Yep. And that is a wonderful feeling. Yeah, that is. is a magical feeling. I would even say therapeutic. There, oh, I would fully say therapeutic. I walked away from our Disney day. I had the longest day of my life. It was very <laughs> our long. Disney day. I had to stay up the night before. I had to wake up early to drive out there. And then after our Disney day, Taryn and I had to record a Supercast yep. episode. I was exhausted and had yeah. to wake up at seven the next day. It was wild. Yeah, it was but crazy. Worth, worth the no sleep and extra wrinkles and under eye bags because yeah. of the magic. Also, I feel like the whole Disney adult, like, uh, what's it called? Debate. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's there's a difference. Because I would classify myself as a Disney adult, but... You're not. It's not. There's Disney adults that it's full-blown their personality. Yes. Like, they have stickers on their car. Their shoes have, like, Tinkerbell drawn on them. Mm-hmm. It's all that they talk about. Every birthday party's themed that. Like, yeah. there's that where it's your actual persona. Like, that's what you live for. Mm-hmm. And then there's Disney adults that can like turn it on and off. Right. I feel like we could turn it on and off. Like, I, I think have Disney thing... movies playing at my house all the time. Yeah, but the I thing would is get a not... Disney tattoo. But it's not. It doesn't consume me. And it's not just one of those things. It's. All of them. So there's obviously yeah. nothing wrong with getting a Disney tattoo. There's nothing wrong with having a Disney phone case. It's when you have the tattoo, the phone case, the backpack, and your sticker on your car. And that's that's Disney adults, right? You have the pins that yep. you wear on a random Monday to work. Yep. Like, that's Disney adult. And I'm not there. But I'm saying I could be or could have been had I chosen the other way. Yeah, it'll be interesting once I have kids and I have the excuse to be more into my like Disney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could be. I might need you to like put me in check. I you might have to pull me back when yeah. I, when my if I have a little girl or boy that doesn't love Disney, I don't know what I'll do. With yeah, myself. same or Star Wars. They want to do sports. How am I supposed to support them in that? I don't know how to do that. You can do no, that. No, I'll have to learn the yeah, lingo. You got it, I'll though. have to figure out what to wear. Like, there's so much that I don't know about that. They have to love Disney. Yeah, that's yeah. the only. That's the and only thing to, I can bring. That's you the only need thing to get Jackson on board. He's got a. Well, he can handle the sports part. He's got to shelf that and like <laughs> support you. Oh yes, <laughs> and I will get a dictionary for sports lingo. There you go. And we will. Sports it'll for be dummies. Great. Yeah. I think you're great, but yeah. Um, Well, we're officially just like in the swing of things. We are. Episodes are back to normal. It's November. We're helping people. We're solving all the world's problems. And we're here to solve yours today. Absolutely. So uh, we'll just jump into it. Yeah. A good, a tearing it up. Okay. Tearing it up. This one is titled Hunger Games College Edition. I don't know if it's just me, but like every time I watch a movie like Hunger Games or like where something like traumatic happens to the world and everyone's mm-hmm. like trying to whatever, I 
do you like transport yourself there and ever like how would I like function in this all the time? And are you always like the the main person that overcomes everything and gets Absolutely. everything they want? Same, hundred okay. <laughs> percent. I am Katniss um, Everdeen. Speaking of uh, Katniss Everdeen, aka Jennifer Lawrence, did you see her new show? No, the No Hard Feelings show, the movie, movie. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You did see it. Yes. What were your thoughts on it? I didn't really like it. I thought it was a weird turn for her. A weird choice for her as yeah. a career move. Just because, like, especially with, like, the Silver Linings um, movie. And I, I feel like she's done some really great films lately as she's gotten older. And this felt a little bit like a step back. To me, it was hilarious. To me, it felt very much like she was trying to challenge herself by like taking a role that she wouldn't usually. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, yeah, there were really funny parts, and I was like engaged during the whole thing. But when the movie ended, it was just you know, the movies you watch that you're like, okay, Wouldn't like watch I'll it again. Watch- yeah, but I will say, I looked up because the scene where she's like naked, naked. Um, I was looking up interviews on that because I was like that was like you don't see that often it was very it felt unnecessarily aggressive for the type of movie that it was yeah and so the interview was like really interesting because she was talking about how awkward that scene was because she's like literally like being like kicked in the crotch and like running just like boobs and her flailing tits are and, flying. Yeah. and um and it was cool because it was at, like the person who was like writing what I read was like really like praising her on that. Like how that's a vulnerable, like it's easy to be like in a nude scene where, you know, the lighting is just and you right look and you look sexual. like sexy. And, yeah. Yeah. And so it was like the whole thing was it was supposed to be this realistic like, like bodies aren't always like that. Like yeah. who's going to look attractive climbing when out of the like, water yeah. and like getting beat up. Yeah. And so like, that was the whole point of it was that it wasn't, it was supposed to be realistic and like look the way it did. And so th- that was kind of like a cool take on it. And just hearing her talk about like how awkward it was, but that she just like pushed through and whatever. But um, yeah, it just was interesting. It was I interesting. I agree. And that's all I wanted to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> I finally watched it and was like, huh, It was, yeah. Loved her. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. (laughs) I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. 
or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Wait, okay. I have something we can touch on. Um, What are your thoughts on the new Skims fake nipple bra? (laughs) Yes. You know what? Forget to turn it up. Let's just talk about this. This is fascinating to me. Do... I support women, you know, wearing the bras or no bras, whatever they want to do. Of course. A permanent nipple, though, feels. That's not your own. Weird. <laughs> like, obviously, if I'm going braless and I'm cold, I don't care about that. Like, that's obvious. You're allowed. Do that. Do Whatever you want to do. Do it. I do it all the time. It's fine. It's comfortable. It's the it's the fake nipple it's just weird it just feels very robot it feels like a robot I am so okay here's the thing everyone do whatever you want mm-hmm. whatever you want if people are into it like everyone's been like Great some people costumes. are like really hype about it some people are all about it makes them feel sexy it makes them feel whatever okay that's fine I the thought of me putting on something that has a fake body part because mm-hmm. that's what it is. Yeah, that's like a dude putting on underwear that Literally, has like a big sack that has like a bulge to it. Yeah. Like I just like I don't understand. And when I was watching the promo for it, I watched I kept it like five waiting times. for it to be like, oh, this is a gag. Like yeah. this is funny. But then I kept watching things and people posting about it and excited about it. And I was just like, this is so weird. The only thing I will say is I have a mom friend who said, oh, my gosh, this would have made nursing so easy because she likes the more natural look. Right. But she couldn't wear like her thin bras or whatever without like leaking. And so she said something like that. And I'm like, "Okay, I, I, I can see that. But I don't know. To me, it just feels very... I don't know. I don't think I'm a fan of it. My whole thing is... I think is, it's a little weird. My whole thing is the when... I feel like the appeal of seeing like a hard nip is that they're obviously braless. Or like wearing yeah. like a skimpy, like a skimpy little lingerie bra. Like yeah. that's the appeal of, oh, you see her nips. She's either braless or she's wearing some kind of lingerie, right? Like that kind of is the pattern that... I, my thought process would follow. Yeah, of like what people would like look at and be like, oh, that's, oh my gosh, yes. you know, the this, this scandal. So what, <laughs> it just makes, it doesn't make sense to me, I guess, to put on a fully padded bra to get that look. Yeah, it feels Except just like. Except obviously, like I, I have like kind of saggy C's. I feel like they just kind of like lay low. So I, it obviously would look more plump. Yeah. <laughs> to have a padded nip, I guess, but. But it's but then, the fact that it's literally like it's, it's material. It. It's like the foam is molded that way. And it's it. I just think it's so I just think it's like for me, it was a like, whoa. Yeah. What is like the future going to look like? And I guess for me also, because I do love choose to go braless often, it defeats the purpose of going braless for me because I'm not going braless to show nip. I'm going braless because it's more comfy. Oh, I get what you're saying. I so you're if, saying. if that's what I'm wanting and that's just how it looks when I'm choosing to go comfy, why would I put on a bra that's not? Yeah. Not that I'm saying Skims isn't comfy. Uh, Skims bras are oh, actually no. my 
favorite bras. And their material, butter. They're like, incredible. Yeah. I'm just saying, if I'm not wearing a bra, why would I, why would I put on a bra to have the no bra look? It Even just though feels it's not like, a no bra look. Yeah, like what is it? Like it's underwear. It's perfect boob look. With more butt in the cheeks. Like, I mean, which, the, I mean, they have it, but that's what I'm saying. It just feels very like I also, elevated. I'm just thinking of like, I'm thinking of like, a girl goes on a date, right? And she's wearing this like fake nip. And oh my God. The end of the date I'm happens. So and th- he takes off her blouse <laughs> and he's like, wait. <laughs> you know? I'm so uncomfortable. It's like a prosthetic. It kind of is. <laughs> it kind of is. And I love it. But also, like, I just can't help but like put myself in those scenarios where I, I would be like, oh. Also, just the jokes of like watching if you're wearing it and guys are just like drooling, staring at you and just yeah. being like, this rubber, baby. <laughs> rubber. I, also, it's just bizarre to me. Bizarre. Kim Kimberly Kardashian got skims to be the national f- uh, football underwear. I for, know. Or was it football? No, it's NBA. NBA. Mm-hmm. I just can't. Did you see the I campaign can't. with Bosa? Yes. Do you know who he is? Yes. Oh my gosh! I Hottest was like, thing I've ever seen. I'm done. And she I can't. she has officially tipped from being a more female focused audience and uh, community to all right, we're going full guys, girls, everybody. Okay, not just guys though, athletes. Do you think this could have stemmed from her being like? I want a way to like, well, no, because she could get whoever she wants. So she could literally get whoever yeah, she wants. Yeah, now she gets to be surrounded by like hot professional She's athletes, which is the dream. She's so. right now. The fact that she got that. I do think that was a weird timing, though, for her to launch that bra and the whole man's campaign at the same time. But maybe maybe the bra's for the men's. The, I mean, I. who else would it be for? You know, I don't really know, dude. <laughs> I don't know. It's for guys, girls, titty lovers. Everywhere in between. <laughs> Who love hard nip. So it's just so, so. I'm so sorry. Okay, everyone who's listening, I'm sorry if this makes you uncomfortable. But no, it's, you it's know, not. It's this pop is culture. pop culture today. We're talking and about we need, it. Th- we need to discuss it. Like, if this is going to be the future of bras, I need to know. Like, I need to, like, plan ahead if this is where we're headed. See, I don't think I'm ever going to get on board. <laughs> I, I mean, Guess I what? Su- I'm getting you for Christmas. <laughs> You know, I would not be surprised by that at all. But if also, both, oh my god! If I ever a push-up bra is my actual nightmare. I'm I don't need to rest my chin on I'm them. I'm picturing a UA photo shoot. <laughs> <laughs> These bras, our next merch that we drop. <laughs> no, I refuse. Anyways, man, so good. I just want. I'm. I'm very curious if this is going to flop. Or if this is going to become something that other brands want to start doing. You know what I mean? I don't see it going much further. But I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know. Starts but they're with, starts brilliant with the because nip. we're going to go to balls next. Have you seen like the campaigns with the girls with the wet? Yes. I mean, it's very like it's they're great. going very sensual with yeah. it. So I don't know. Hard Some people to. could go on. A- <laughs> Literally. Literally. That's good. Anyways, move on. Let's move on. Do we just skip the turn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I vote. <laughs> I agree. Let's just get into the stories. If you guys want more pop culture talks instead of tearing yeah. it up, let us know because I'm Wait, happy to switch um, it in here and there. Let's let's do a poll for sure asking about like what are people's thoughts of just for it against it. But I would love to know, Mandy and Michaela, 
weird or cool? I like the normalization of the Okay. That's yeah. The normalization. Yeah. But like, would you wear it? Probably not. <laughs> Me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Michaela? I don't, I don't see the point in it. I thought it was like an actual joke. I thought it, and the way, the way that the, the, um, promo was actually like fun like i thought funny. it was funny and i, I thought it was like a great gag kind of maybe in the back of their heads like wanted it to kind of yeah to get everyone to think it was a joke and then be like nah we're super serious anyways i feel like you know we'll move on yeah <laughs> but we'll we'll definitely go to our instagram if you want to chime in your opinions would love to hear it on more pop culture also while we're at it you should definitely follow us on instagram yes. tiktok and youtube we also have a fun new subscription service at supercast where you can get more that's right, more of me more and Taryn if you're not bored of us. Um, and you can get ad-free versions of our regular episodes. Yes, ma'am. So check it out. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're going to get into our stories. I'll go ahead and start. Let's do it. I'm just going to take one. This is titled. This actually, I, I chose this one because it was so cute. And I feel like we have been coined the big sisters of the internet. Everyone. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Why did I just make us sound so freaking famous? Yeah, yeah. We are the big sisters of the entire world. Listen, we are. We didn't say it. You guys did. Y'all did. Um. So, and this one was very much like, I was just like, this is a conversation I would have with like my little sister. It's precious. Oh, cute. Okay. So it's titled 101 to being a first time girlfriend. Fun. Okay. Hello, Ashley and Taryn. I cannot believe I'm currently typing out this story for you guys to read. As I have been a listener of the podcast since the beginning, I would like to stay anonymous, but you guys can know my name. My name is. Hello. Uh, can you believe that? Did you hear me? I was like, hello. hello. I originally grew up watching Ash on YouTube, but it is so cool to see how much you guys have grown through the podcast. I, I, I look back at myself and I also mm -hmm. love to see how much I've grown. <laughs> Her voice has changed so yeah. many octaves. All of a sudden, it's lower, sultrier. Um, the other day, I, I uh, was exhausted, and I had to film a sponsorship for a vlog that I was excited to get up, but I was in a hurry because I had to go to an event. I sat down, and I literally was like, "What's up, guys?" Blah 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 blah. And I was no. like, oh. I had to "Stop!" How to redo it? How to take a deep breath? And I was like, "Hello, <laughs> hello." <laughs> yeah, it was almost like I just like clicked in and I hated it. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I feel as though I too have matured through my own life and through listening to the lessons and stories you guys have shared. I am also one of those listeners out there who enjoys listening to the pod while I go for my long runs as I am currently training for my first ever half marathon coming up Congrats. this August. Congrats. I'm jealous. I wish I could run. I know. Same. It's not in me. Nope. You guys truly are like the older sisters I've always wanted, and every episode never fails to keep me calm or make me laugh the hardest. Okie dokie, let's dive into this story, or more so, me just asking for help for a very new topic for me. 
which you will see as the subject of this email. I've been your classic A-plus, hardworking, varsity student athlete who focused mainly on sports, school, friends, and following the rules. I had crushes here and there, but was never boy crazy. And for the most part, I didn't really put much effort into having or wanting a boyfriend. Saying the word boyfriend still kind of creeps me out, TBH, and makes it seem all goo-goo eyes and lovey-dovey, if that makes any sense. So for the past 17 years of life, I have been a single woman, and I can say that I really don't mind it. I picture myself finding someone eventually, but it would be most likely after high school, where it would be more of a real relationship. Well, things just don't go to plan, do they? Never. Never. <laughs> Me and, yeah, anyways. Never. Um, to put this slightly, one of my best friend's twin brother, best friend's twin, twin brother, brother asked me to prom. I had always seen him as just my best friend's twin brother and nothing more, but junior prom was coming around and for the past month, we had really gotten to know each other more. Because I don't want to make the story too long, I will give a quick rundown of the past couple months. We went to prom in May, had a blast, hanging out here and there after, and then by the end of June, he asked me to be his girlfriend. Three days later, I had my first kiss. <gasps> You. Okay. And now fast forward, we've been dating for over a month. These past which I feel like in, in high school relationships. Months a long time. Yeah, the the comparison to like older dating, like that's like a straight up year. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Straight up. Yeah. yeah. These past couple of months have been a crazy whirlwind of emotions, experiences, feelings, and firsts. It is so weird to call myself a girlfriend and finally tell my family I'm dating someone. My family likes him a lot, and all of my friends are so supportive, yet shocked to believe I'm actually in a relationship. So, where does this story go? I don't know how to be a girlfriend. I have only ever kissed him, and not going to be going any further than a makeout, but it still makes me kind of nervous. Every time we hang out, it is so much fun, and I feel like I can say anything and everything to him. But I still get butterflies every time he drives up my driveway or I'm walking into his house. And I don't know if it's normal to still be getting a million butterflies swarming in my stomach. It's normal. <laughs> it's cute. It's cute. It's, it's cute. so normal. It's yeah. so cute. I mean, it doesn't have to be. Some people don't experience that. But I don't think it's abnormal. It's only been a month. I think it's super normal. Oh, yeah. For that yeah. to still. Yeah, yeah. I have learned that my primary love language comes from quality time spent with people. But I think his primary love language might be touch. I say this because he loves cuddling and there were a couple times where I thought he wanted to make out, but I was chicken and kind of put it aside. I don't at all want to not give back the love I think he has been giving me. And I want to make sure I'm doing my girlfriend part by understanding his love language. This is cute. so cute. You're so cute. I guess I would love any advice you guys have when it comes to dating, especially as a senior now in high school who wants a real relationship I care about, whether that is how to initiate a makeout or tell when the awkward stage starts to come to an end. Anything from you guys is something I'm more grateful for. Thank you guys so, so, so much for all that you do just by being your true selves. And I hope you guys have a great rest of the week. <laughs> my best to you all, anonymous. And then she puts, oh my gosh, I feel so sneaky saying I'm anonymous. Mwahaha. <laughs> yes, I know you guys love photos. So I attached a couple of pictures as well as this year's prom with my boyfriend. Stop. Ugh. Prom. Wow. Do you want to go back to high school? I would go back. I 
never want to go back again. They're so but cute. You guys look cute and like you're having fun. You never want to go. Oh, yeah. You didn't love high school. I loved Absolutely high school. Absolutely not. Couldn't pay me to do it. Yeah. I always feel like. I feel like I sound braggy when I talk about high school, but I still struggled with like just the same things everyone did, but I just was so involved. You know, same, but I didn't enjoy it. (laughs) You were, did you do like ASB and stuff? Uh, I did choir and honor choir and drumline and band. That's involved. (laughs) That's involved. I was on the worship team. Was involved. So you weren't ASB president? No. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. People would have had to vote me. Just... On the cards for me. I wonder if we would have been friends. <laughs> probably not. Well, I think so. I was nice to everybody. I was going to say I was nice to everyone too. I just I was in my own world. I think. Yeah, Looking it's back, funny because I, think I was. I think I was weird. I think I was slightly weird. I don't. I don't think. I could see how you came off as weird, but I think it was socially you were like, you were scared. I was cocooned. Yeah. If you um, didn't make an effort, I wasn't going yeah. to. So. I, it's funny because um, I hung out with someone that I went to high school with and she was recalling her experience of like what she thought of me when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. She was like, well, you were like the popular girl. You were like you were like this, you were that and all this stuff. And it was so funny. Cause like I look back and I don't view it as that. Cause I was friends with the girl. Like we just grew up together. So it wasn't like this thing where it was like, I met the popular girls and I like got initiated into the group. Like we just like had always known each other. See, that's, that's different and very lucky because yeah. I transferred in. Yeah. See, that's hard. A lot that's of hard. people, were friends like from middle school all the way through high school because they all went to school together but I transferred in freshman year so I literally didn't know anybody and I think I think what helped me too is like not helped me but I was a part of the popular group and I will say they very much could be like mean girls for sure Mm -hmm. like I witnessed some things but I was never a part of that part of it like I was always nice I would always you were the nice one in the mean girl group yeah and I and I also had like choir friends and softball friends and like all the other stuff too um but it was just like that was my group by default because Mm -hmm. we just grew up together you know yeah but it's so funny anyways I don't know why we're talking about this high school This is so cute. And I love this because um, I love that. I mean, you're still, you're about to be 18. Like you're a high school in, you're a senior in high school. But I love that there still is just like this innocence. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, And I think it's like, I think you're going to have to learn. And I kind of love that you're writing in because I think this is something important that I wish more people talk to people your age about. Mm-hmm. I think the the topic of doing something because you know that it's what your other person you're in a relationship with wants can be very tricky. Yeah. Because there are things that you should do. Like me and my ex, we had completely opposite love languages. So there were times where I had to push myself to, you know, speak his love language. Where I think the hard part is for me that I think you just need to be careful of is the fact that his love language is physical touch. And I feel like, you know, just a couple things of you being like, but I want to like 
give him what he wants in his like love language and like, am I being a good girlfriend? Like, I just think you need to be very aware of you, you communicating with someone else in their love language should never make you compromise who you are or make you uncomfortable. No, not so like physically, if you really don't want to do anything further than a makeout, then that's your line. And if ever he makes you feel like, oh, I have to do more than that because it's his love language and it's me being a good partner, that that is not, that should never be. Like you should never feel pressured to push past something because it's what the other person wants more than just, oh, this isn't my natural way of doing things. A thousand percent. You know what I mean? Am I making sense? No, that makes perfect sense. And I 100% agree with it. However, I do think there is a like, a poor a misconception of physical touch and that it always means sex yes. or some kind of something I fully like agree. that. And I completely disagree with that. I don't think that's true at all. I think my boyfriend's love language is physical touch. And what I noticed right off the bat with him that I actually really appreciated uh, when I started meeting a bunch of his friends and stuff is he always had his hand on me. Mm-hmm. And it was like, if I didn't know the group and he has a big group of friends and yeah. it was very, I, me being a shy person, it was very intimidating having to go to like a bunch of parties and have to meet a bunch of people. And I just was like, I'd have to hype myself up on the car right there. And I'd be feeling insecure about how I looked or like not knowing anyone, not knowing what to say. And then I would just feel his hand very gently, not sexual in any way on my lower back felt better. Yeah. I would be or talking like to someone, trying to knee. have some kind of conversation, and I'd be like really focused, and then I'd feel his hand on my knee, yeah. or I'd feel his hand on my shoulder, and it was never sexual. It was just the most like, honestly, just like pure, just like form of, hey, I'm here, yes. and I feel you, and yes. I know, and I appreciate you being here, and I loved it. No, and I, I agree. took so much from that, and I apparently, <laughs> I learned right off the bat, he loves it too. Like it's yeah. just the simplest, like, hey, I'm here. And it doesn't mean anything. It's nothing intense. It's just like, I'm here. Which is like, I think that's beautiful. Yeah. And I think that's where, that's the right side of the line. Exactly. Like You can, get, still, you can feed that yeah. without going across your boundary. No, like that's not compromising who you mm-hmm. are. It was it was maybe like foreign to you and it yeah. took a while for you to be like, I was like, oh, oh. I need to do this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like if we're not if we're talking to two different people and he happens to walk past me, like I'm going to like grab his arm or like do something cute like that. Give him a, and a good game, a grab, you know, da, 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 da. handshake. No, I was saying like oh, a butt slap, oh, like a good game or a butt slap. <laughs> All of those things. Like it's just it's like this unspoken thing that he lives for. I live for. And it's nothing crazy, especially at your age. Yeah. So whatever your boundary is, stick with it. Don't budge. That's your boundary to do with as you please. But you can feed into the physical touch love language in so many other ways. Yeah. So many other ways. And I don't think, like, I think you just need to, being a girlfriend, being in a relationship, it's a beautiful thing where two individual people, like, create a relationship and they do life alongside with each other. Mm -hmm. But I don't think, like, obviously, you know, I think once you become like married, you know, the whole like role, right? Like, cause I feel like you're taking it very serious that it's like, I'm a girlfriend. Am I being a good girlfriend? Am Mm -hmm. I doing the girlfriend things? But I would be careful of that. Like, don't over focus on like, oh, well, what would a girlfriend do? Like, just like take a step back. Be yourself. Be natural. Like do, do what comes with, 
um, your relationship reform. Every relationship is different. Every relationship has its own flow. So I think that, um, you know, obviously like you get butterflies and you're nervous around Mm -hmm. him. So, and I think that's cute, but don't over-focus on, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous and I'm, am I not doing what he wants? Am I not? Yeah, like, don't focus anxiety. on that because that's going to just make you feel more anxious and more like nervous when you see yeah. him. So give yourself a moment to like settle in. Also, talk to him about it and be yeah. like, you still make me like so nervous. If I ever seem weird or standoffish, it's because like I literally get butterflies when I see you. Like that way he's aware of the way you're feeling yeah. and that's going to gas him up hardcore. Yeah. When I think of how to be a good girlfriend or how to be a good boyfriend or how to be in a relationship, the word that comes to my mind is supportive. Yeah. And I think that means a lot of different things, but supportive in um, their whatever they're doing. So if you're in high school, if he's in sports, be at the games. You know, yeah. if you're in, you know, choir, then he's going to go to your performances, you know, stuff like that. That's supportive. Also, I think supportive can come in uh, compliments of like how they look like tell him he's hot, like tell him he looks good. Tell him his fit is fire today, like mm-hmm. little stuff like that. That's being supportive in a relationship. And if something hard comes along or a decision needs to be made, be supportive in helping make those decisions. Like, I think that's what being a good girlfriend, boyfriend, partner means. Yeah. So just focus on that. I think le- everything else, I think that's your anxiety of this is new. This is foreign to me talking. And every time that happens, I would just try to push that aside and focus on how can I be supportive? And what, yeah, and what can that look like right there's now? There's nothing wrong with, I don't know why people shy away from having conversations where you check in and just say like, hey, how's the relationship going Like for yeah. you? Like, is there anything that I'm doing Um that has like negatively affected you like Mm -hmm. or what are some positive things and like having those conversations but I feel like when you get so lost in your head and you're creating your own narrative of what that person's thinking what that person wants like it that's when it gets complicated so I just feel like sit back have some fun conversations with him learn how to speak his love language in ways that make you comfortable and then just like let yourself have fun you're in high school like have fun yeah go on I love it. Look cute together. Yeah. That's what high school's for. Not for us. Not for us. We didn't date in high school. Not each other. Sure didn't. Just people. Definitely not each other and definitely not people. Nah. (laughs) Nah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shoot. If if you guys want us to have a, a, a fully, like, let's break down high school for each of us episode, let us know. I would love that. With photos included. Damn it. <laughs> Taryn loves an opportunity for me to pull up my high school I really photos. do. Also, I just think it's so, I think that it's funny because I'm such an awkward person, mm-hmm. but the details of my high school make me sound so much cooler we than I was. We get it, Taryn. You're popular. Shh. You were popular. And that's why also, we get it. Shh. That's why I also love when we talk about it because you'll be like, oh, look at this photo. And then I'll be like, oh, here's me the same year. And you're just like, I hate you. Why Why are we still talking about <laughs> this? It's so funny. We don't need to revel in your popularity and beauty, Taryn. It's fine. <sighs> Some of us were late bloomers. Okay. Uh, you were. So late. So late. <laughs> but look at you now, girl. You got a man. All them boys missed out. (laughs) All them high school boys missed out. Oh, my God. (laughs) Ashley, think of the conversations of, like, the guys who, like, knew you in high school. And when they see you now, of them being like, dude, have you seen Ashley now? Here's the thing, though. (laughs) I don't think they know who I am. (laughs) 
I want them to. I don't think they know who I am. I want am. them to. I think if one of their wi- girlfriends, wives, whatever, if they were ever like, hey, do you remember her from school? I think the guys would be like, we went to school with her. <laughs> I'm a, being 100% serious. <laughs> I love this. I was a phantom. I was a phantom. Of the high school. They're like, yeah, remember that girl who like played drums? <laughs> That's literally what I was known as. That was I was like the girl yeah. snare drummer. There was only one. And it yeah. was me. And like, I can't wait. We should do a high school recap episode with photos. I think that is what we need to do. I'm just saying. I I, <laughs> I agree with the high school episode. I don't want to do the photos, but I will if the people have want to. it. So. Honestly, I'm jealous because the amount of joy we've gotten from looking at your photos is <laughs> so like surpassed everything. You're so bad. So Anyways, good. Uh, thanks for writing in anonymous. Um, <laughs> let's move on to my story. All right, let's just dive right in. I just wanted to start out by saying that I absolutely love you girls and your podcast and have have listened and have have. I think I I said two halves. And have listened to the podcast ever since episode one. Wow. Brought me so much comfort in the transition period from high school to college. It was so comforting listening to your podcast and feeling like I was chatting with friends, even as I struggled to adjust to the social scene freshman year. Wow, we're talking about a lot of school things. Also, a lot of day oneers. Yeah. Love I to look see forward it. to hearing your lovely voices every Monday. Aww. I would like to stay anonymous, but my name is Bleep It, Michaela. I have tested as an Enneagram six, but my BFF, who has read a few books on the Enneagram, thinks I'm a nine. So I'm unsure. You could be a hmm. nine. That's the cool thing about nines. We're a little bit of every number. I am struggling to navigate post college friendships. Junior year of college, I made the best friends I've ever had. There are six of us, including me. Over the two years, we lived together. We went through so much change and growth and has and that growth has brought us even closer together. We truly have had each other's backs in the worst of scenarios and have come out of it stronger than ever. I love and care about them all deeply. And we make an effort to all get together at least once a month as we all graduated this past spring. The issue that I'm terrified of is of us growing apart and already see the shifts in our group dynamic. Me and one other friend in the group, let's call her Callie, are currently living at home and will be until we can afford an apartment together, probably not for at least a year, unfortunately. Three of my friends just got an apartment together about an hour from me, and one is in grad school and lives farther away, about a two-hour drive. As with any friend group, certain friends are closer with one another, That was never a problem before because we all lived together in an off-campus apartment, but now I can see it drawing lines in the friendships and causing some exclusion. The girl in grad school is very close with two of the girls living in the apartment, and the third girl in the apartment has gotten closer with those three as a result of living with them and hearing their FaceTime combos. We have a group chat with all six of us and talk in it every single day, but it is becoming more and more apparent that there is a separate chat with just the four of them because me and Callie, the one I'm going to move in with eventually, always seem to be out of the loop on everyone else's lives whenever we see them in person. Not just the three that live together because obviously they see each other every day, but also the girl in grad school. Of course, I text all my friends individually as well to check in on them and try to catch up and don't rely only on the group chat, but it is just so much harder to keep up with them now. 
On top of this, the last time I saw them, a week ago, the four of them constantly talked about a new inside joke that me and Callie had no knowledge of. It didn't feel like they were catching us up on their lives as much as it just happened to be referring to life updates in front of us. Leaving me with many questions, I was too embarrassed to ask as it would make it clear I was the only one in the room with no knowledge of what was going on in their lives. When it comes to getting together to see each other, it feels like there is some judgment if someone can't make it. I have been having some health complications recently and was unable to make it to the past few weekend hangouts. I told this to them in advance. The day before the get-together, I received a text asking if I was coming again and I said no and that I wasn't able to drive up that day due to my condition. I thought that was the end of it, but apparently the group assumed that because I couldn't come, that Callie wouldn't come either, despite her saying she'd go already. They texted her a passive-aggressive text asking if she was still coming immediately after I confirmed that I wouldn't make it. This makes no sense to me, as neither me nor Callie has ever not gone to a hangout just because the other two couldn't go. Sorry, I worded that weird. We're going to continue. Anyways, Callie went to the party and said it was very awkward for her as she was very clearly out of the loop on absolutely everything. She even reiterated to them how bad my condition was as they made some comments about me not being there. I kind of get them not understanding because this is something that I found out about only after graduation. So they don't know how it's been impacting my life to the full extent. But they also made a joke about how when the four of them get together, they call it the talk show because of how they talk about everything with each other and that Callie could be their special guest that day of the party. Oh, interesting. Sorry. That's annoying. That was, I know. It makes me so mad that they blatantly excluded her and don't seem to believe the extent of my pain. But also, I feel like there's nothing I can do. I know it's natural to grow closer to others post-college is a time for change and growth, but I also can't help but feel sad and anxious about what this could mean down the line. We are only three months post-grad and already I fear I may be cut out from the group. These are the girls that I one day picture being my bridesmaids and I don't want to lose them. I just can't help but feeling like we're drifting apart. Any advice you have is so appreciated. XO anonymous. And then she says, I've attached a photo of me and my best friend Callie below. Here is the photo of the two of them. Oh, cute. Adorable. And then here is the group photo. They're not as cute. (laughs) Mean girls aren't cute. I don't like mean girls. We don't like mean girls. Um, Interesting, because you hung out with them in high school. Oh, low blow. Just kidding. Bitter much? (laughs) Just kidding. Um, Wow. Okay. So many things to say. First off, let's just go ahead and say it. Friendship, group, dynamics, a thousand percent change after high school. They change during high school. They change in college. They change post-college. And guess what? They change once you hit your 30s. Like, it's going to change every season of your life. So let's just accept that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I would say, yeah. I mean, friendships. There's some friendships that, you know can last through different things. There's friendships that change. There's friendships that it gets a dramatic ending. I think of all my friends in high school, I don't see any of them. We were just talking about that. There is one friend of mine who I still keep in contact with, like actually keep in contact with, and she's different. She like lived with me and she's like part of my family. So I I wouldn't even consider her like just a high school friend. She's like a family friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, 
when I think of my high school friends, I literally don't talk to any of them. Yeah, and I think that just shows because I actually I'm in contact with a lot of my high school friends still. That's because you were popular. Shut your mouth, Ash. <laughs> um, but I think it just goes to show like there's not like there's not a pattern that you can follow. Like no. there's not. I think the only pattern that you can follow is knowing that there is no pattern and things change. Like yeah. it's just what it is. But I I will say. I think what I've noticed, the harder you try to hold on to friendships, the more those friendships don't work out. Mm. And so I think that, I think that like from what I'm hearing, I think that you need to, to focus your energy on the people that make you feel loved and supported. Like it sounds like Callie is an amazing person in your mm -hmm. life and I mean, it's it's funny because like I'm listening to this. I'm listening to their behavior. I'm listening to like the things they've said and done. And I'm like, why are you trying to hold on to these girls so hard? Yeah. But I get it. It's because it's that feeling of nostalgia. Yeah. You don't want a friendship to end. But I will say. In my life, what I've noticed is when I take a step back and I stop trying to hold on to things so tight that I feel like are I'm losing grip on mm -hmm. and I focus my energy on the people that are showing up for me. My overall happiness is so much better. Also, like why cling on so tightly to girls that are are being mean to you? Yeah. You know, like it's not like you're clinging on to someone who's nice, but like isn't able to cling on back. You know, like yeah. that. this is these are people that are that are hurting you. So like, why, why cling so hard? Yeah. That's my question. I think too, we've talked about this so many times. Like I think my approach as I've gotten older is I let my friendships be whatever they end up being. Exactly. So I think for me, there's a lot of people in my life who have not been the best friends, have not been amazing, have done things that like, I could have let that be my, mm, I don't want you in my life anymore. But what I've chosen to do is strip any expectation, strip any like past hurts and just be like, you know what? They will be what they are capable of being and I'm going to enjoy them when they come around mm -hmm. and I'm going to wish them the best when they don't come around. Yeah. And I don't it has created so much freedom in my life for me to enjoy people and to not be upset, to not be bitter, to not be like oh, really, you're at Disneyland with so-and-so, but, like, you couldn't even answer my text two days ago? Mm -hmm. Like, because I'm like, cool, she's at Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just creates so much more peace, and then also strips away having to have these, like, definite conversations of, like, friendship breakups. Like, hey, you're this. I don't want that in my life. We're not friends anymore. Like, yeah. we just coexist, and we do what we can, you yeah. know? I've said this on the podcast before, and I'm going to say it again. Friendships come in seasons and I don't think that means that this season is over with these friends but I do think that means it's changed a little bit and the way I like to go about this is I think people show you who they are in that moment or mm -hmm. what they need in that moment and if they are excluding you and wanting space is a nice way to put it then I would just take a mental note of that and then put them in a separate category of friendship yeah they're no longer your besties right now in this season. Mm -hmm. Callie's your bestie. And 
you can feed into Callie, you can pour into her, she can feed into you, she can pour into you, and you can get that Bessie relationship with her. And then if and when they choose to like show up and, and be involved in your life, then you can have fun with them, but you're not going to expect the same thing from them as you would from Callie in this season. If things change after college or you know, you, you guys move in together or, or something happens and that changes a little bit and all of a sudden one of the other girls is one of your besties too, awesome. Then we'll shift and we'll take a mental note. Like she's in the bestie category now also. I think at your age, this is going to happen pretty frequently. And then I think the older you get, you start you do sort of kind of start to sort out the lifers, like the people that are continually showing yeah. up. Like obviously people need breaks, people need space, life happens. But like the people that continue to, to, to work towards you, to work towards your friendship, they'll find their way out of the group of people and you can put them in a special category. Yeah. And then you can feel super safe with them. But all these other people, people come and go and it's never going to be like it was in high school. And we yeah. can't compare our friendships that we had in high school to the friendships that we have now and be like, well, they're not, it's not the same because it's not the same. Yeah. And I think too, I think you, you accept a lot less abuse from relationships that you're not desperate to be in because when you enter a point where you're like, oh my gosh, my friendship's slipping away and I'm sad. I'll do Mm -hmm. anything to keep it. You ex- you accept a lot of behavior that I don't think you would if you weren't in that place. Yeah. All of a sudden, and if they're me, being mean to you, you're like, oh, but yeah, you're just like, I'm just going to take, take it. I'm going to take it. I don't want to risk. And then you work harder to get their affection, which never works. Yeah. So I feel like for me, they're put, like the fact that they're mad that you don't show up, but then when when you show up, they exclude you. They make comments about how they're a talk show and you're a guy. Like to me. If I was in that friendship, but I was like a, it is what it is, I would show up. If they made comments like, oh, well, nice of you to show up, I'd be like, why Like, why was that necessary yeah. to say? I, You heard I was sick. Yeah, right? and, I'd, and I'd be like, you know, I'm just going to throw this out there. I love spending time with you guys, but a lot of times you guys, you make it feel very exclusive and that we're not a part of this group. Yeah. So it does make me feel like, why would I show up to just feel like left yeah. out? Whereas before, if you're so desperate to read in that friend group, you're never going to stick up for yourself. Yeah. So I feel like you just need to like maybe like take a step back, be yeah. like, what am I really fighting for? Yeah. And what are my boundaries? And then just let the friendships be what they are. And if it comes to a place where you guys split, know that like it when one thing goes, it's replaced by something bigger and better. And I think about all the friendships I tried to like hold on to and you know everybody views me and ash and they're like i want a best friend like taryn i want a best friend like ashley we didn't meet until way later in life yeah and we work really hard at our friendship yeah we do it's not like it comes easy and we are just always so happy to be be around each other or see each other or like do this podcast together like it's a lot of work that yeah has a lot of behind the scenes aspects to it that you guys don't see fully and i feel like I feel like the girls that aren't putting in that work don't deserve for you to be doing all the work. No. I feel like I could have worded that better. No, but I understood. <laughs> okay. I understood. <laughs> okay, good. And I think like when you push through that work and you find what works for you in like we've gone through shifts, we've gone through like where things were a lot easier, then things got a little hard and like we've pushed through, we've we've learned how to like deal with conflict. 
We've learned where we are in life. We've settled in where we are in life. And I feel like then comes the part where you get to just sit back and be like, there's no like, I don't know. There's just like no drama. You know what I mean? But that takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of being flexible with where each other are in life. And we're talking about a 10 year age difference here, you know, between us and them. But there's never been a time where I've made you feel. Yeah. Mm, like why are you coming to hang out with us you know what I mean like so there are certain things that like yeah you can have tension you can Mm -hmm. have conflict but at the end of the day whenever we've been in conflict we're in that conflict because we're trying to push towards each other like something was making us feel apart and we're we're choosing to go into the conflict to find that resolution and like continue our friendship yeah so there's a difference when there's unnecessary drama Coolness. like that's just like to me it's like what are you fighting for yeah, you know I agree with I agree with Taryn and I agree I think you should stand up for yourself so the next time they do something I'm not saying dip out at all um if the group's having a hang the next time you are physically able to and emotionally prepared to go hang out with them then go and if they say something like you're a guest on our talk show say something very quick and easy. You can even prepare these if you're like me and can't think on the fly or impromptu anything. Like have a little list ready for when something like that happens and be be like, wow, that's very mean girl of you. Short, simple, to the point, And hopefully it sings a little bit when they hear it. And then after you say it, observe. Are they apologetic? Do they realize what they said? Are they so sorry? Are they going to talk to you about it? Or are they like, oh my God, relax. Because if they're the latter, then bye. We don't have time for that. We ha- yeah. life is life is a lot, especially especially if you're trying to like juggle people like that in your life. Yeah. It's, it's, it's no, ain't no, nobody no, got no, time. No, no. Ain't nobody, nobody got time. Save got your time energy, for y'all. So stick up for yourself. Hang out with Callie. Have so much fun with Callie. And if these girls keep being mean, then then they can go make other friends. Yeah, I would rather have like one solid, genuine best friend than a fake. Than like. 10 friends who like make me feel like crap about myself like yeah. no thank you you um anyways we love you all so much thank you for writing in i'm gonna i'm gonna just lead us out with a dad joke Let's and we'll freaking hear from you next week mm-hmm. you'll hear from us mm-hmm. next week mm-hmm. okay to whoever stole my copy of microsoft office <laughs> i will find you you have my word <laughs> get it that might have been your best one yet. Word. Word. <laughs> Word. Guys. Guys. If you made it to the dad you job, that, you already know we love you the mostest. Be sure to follow us on all our socials. Also, we have a Supercast account where you can get bonus content yep. of Taryn and I, because I know you want more of us. So check us out there. You can get a subscription there for less than your weekly coffee. And I know yep. you spend a lot on your weekly coffee. Yep. So you're welcome for more of us. And we'll talk to you soon. Love you. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like, it 
I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.